0: Welcome to being Sharon Gibson's podcast. PSG. Hello, PSG fighters. Welcome to being Sharon Gibson's podcast. This is season five, episode eight, featuring Renee Dutton. She is an international best-selling author. She's a founder of Positively Reports, amidst m- so many other things. And her latest solo book, which she published, "The Sunshine Effect: How to Light Up Your Life." with joy and positivity. As intended, I'm going to transform your mind into a strong positive mind. Before I dive into today's topic, I'd like all of you to know that my TikTok community is absolutely different from my podcast community, so check out the videos on my TikTok platform. Welcome, Renee.
1: Hello, Sharon. First of all, thank you so very much for having me on the Being Sharon Gibson podcast. I love your message, and it's an absolute honor to be here.
0: Oh thank you so much for being here. It also means the world to me. I'm also happy because like our topic of discussion today basically fits into like the initiative that you do and everything that you do. So I'm really glad to have you here. You're going to be a blessing to my audience and I'm sure of that. But how are
1: you doing today? I am doing wonderfully. Sitting looking at a beautiful view of the lake and I know people in most of the world are not able to do that so i am truly blessed
0: (laughs) that should be nice then i'm sure you're going to like tap into like nature and give us you know a lot of wisdom today (laughs) so can you tell us more about yourself
1: Yes, I am an international best-selling author to books. My latest book is The Sunshine Effect, How to Light Up Your Life with Joy and Positivity. And I have an upcoming television show with the same name, The Sunshine Effect. Wonderful. My reason for writing this book is because of my hard-earned lessons through many trials and tribulations i've i've had more adversity in my life than i hope most people have had but i don't regret it because i've learned so much from it i've learned that everything that happens to you is an opportunity for growth and an opportunity to find the silver lining and beyond that, the the other reason I wrote this book it's it's a combination of personal, vulnerable stories that I wasn't sure I wanted to put out to the world. But I realized, you know, we're all here to help one another,
0: That's and so true.
1: that might mean being vulnerable and putting more out That's there than so you true. want to. But that is truly, I think, how we connect with one another through our stories. So I tell my stories, and then I give the hard science between the action steps that I advise you to take, Um, because part of it is to calm down your nervous system. Um, So many things that it's difficult to be positive and have a positive mindset if you feel terrible and if if your nervous system is just out of whack and i learned through all of my experiences actually there's 22 chapters and 22 different experiences (laughs) and i Mm -hmm. could write a few more books but i i've learned all the tools to feel better and to rewire your brain. I, I'm not a doctor, so I won't go into it too much, but neuroplasticity is the way that your brain changes according to your thoughts and your actions. And I firsthand have experienced this. Yeah. And it's it, it's just beautiful to be able to to know this now and to help people. And life just is lighter the sky's bluer it's just yeah
0: I, I when i was reading your bio i realized that you've actually like had like near-death experiences multiple times am i right yes that's like i was just touched like i literally read like the whole thing even though it was very long <laughs> <laughs> yeah my team likes to write all i'm like that's the longest bio i've ever seen in my life <laughs>
1: yeah My social media <laughs> i've got editors that like to write about everything so but i'm truly truly blessed to have such a no
0: but it was so it was so good i <laughs> I, I love it yeah. it was it was very captivating i i literally like yeah. i couldn't stop reading oh, i was reading great. like from line to line because i was like wow wow like wow people really go to a lot <laughs> you know you know and not to say that I haven't been through anything trust me if I start telling people some of the things I've been through they would actually be like did you are you sure no yeah. well, you don't look like that <laughs> you don't look like it you know some people ever see me and they go like oh this girl she doesn't have problems oh she never gets angry you know, but that's because just like the topic of discussion today, which is positivity as a lifestyle, I have decided to make it my lifestyle. So most people, you know, are not able to comprehend the fact that, you know, I can also have bad days or be sad sometimes or even cry sometimes or be human sometimes, you know. But yeah, so today's episode is titled Positivity as a lifestyle. And as usual, I'll be sharing some top rules for success from a highly successful person. Today's person is Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk is a man that I really, really do love so, so much. He has really transformed my mind with his perspectives on live. He's an entrepreneur, CEO of Venom Media. He's also like a big investor in so many so many things actually in facebook twitter and other things and his top rule is stop complaining and don't judge yourself everyone sucks at something we all have shortcomings. focus on what you're good at and do not pay attention to critics and silly stereotypes so let's go into today's topic okay renee so what makes you attracted to a positive mindset and why do you actually have the kind of mindset you have right now and you know with the initiative of you even being a founder of Positively Reports what got you really attracted to having a positive mindset and you being positive
1: I think we all have a desire to be happy right everybody wants to be happy And I have learned that we all have the power to be happy regardless of our circumstances. Once we have the right mindset, once we train ourselves, and it's kind of like training a dog, it's not an instant thing. Yeah. You have to catch your thoughts and realize, is this making me feel good or is this making me feel bad? And I'm attracted to this positivity as a way of life because I've learned that not only does it feel better, it changes every aspect of your life. Your physical body becomes stronger. Your mental becomes stronger. Your relationships improve. The right people just start showing up to help you. Th- that's a whole nother book. The people that have shown up to help me in the last few months is just unbelievable. Um, and oh. if I was grumpy and complaining, they wouldn't want anything to do with me, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's you, true. you attract who you are, and it feels better to be a positive person it just and and it becomes easier it's like training you said you went to the to the gym and worked out hard today Sharon but the more you do it the easier it becomes right
0: I actually like to play basketball it wasn't it wasn't like going to the gym today I went to play basketball well you're right as you do something like it becomes easier but one thing most people I think find it difficult to do is the fact that they think that once you start thinking positive, like you said, like you attract, you know, who you are, you attract, you attract people into your life that come to help you. But funny enough, you can start having this type of mindset and even two or three years, you might not actually attract what you want. I kid you not. Because um, my life, for instance, I'm using my life for as an example, I'm a very positive person, like in the way I see things, I'm always like really, really positive, but it doesn't mean that automatically my life is miraculous and um, I'm attracting all the good things. Am I doing something wrong? No, but am I happy inwardly? Yes, but my life is not perfect, but at the same time, I'm able to live Happy, and that's what's mo- most important to me. Like, my life is not like sailing on autopilot, and maybe I'm doing miraculously great, and everything is like working for me. But the truth is, with a positive mindset, where I was five years ago, that's not where I am now. Like, I've really, really grown. And I feel like pers- having a positive mindset works in different ways for different people, you know. Um, because one of the reasons why most people give up on I feel give up on having like a positive mindset and they're not attracted to it is because maybe they try for a couple of months and they feel like their life is just going to you know change but it's it's not it's not that it's not just doing it for a couple of months it has to be a lifestyle and with time you, you begin to have different perspective on life and your life will be beautiful. So I noticed that you are a positivity catalyst.
1: (laughs) I was (laughs) nicknamed that by my publisher. And (laughs)
0: that's it has
1: stuck. I I wouldn't have given myself that name, but I guess it's fine. (laughs) I am. I'm an advocate for improving your life through your mindset and positivity. And just to... Go back to what you were saying that people sometimes get disappointed because they think their life should instantly change. They were suppressing their emotions and that doesn't work. You have to release your emotions, but not stay there for a long time and also focus on the good that can come out of the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it does take practice, we, we all have our things, right? And I, I'd love to hear if, if you wanna share your story because yeah. I think it's through storytelling, as I said before, that we really do connect with people. Yeah. And one of my things has been that I had to sell my house a few years ago and every time I move, which is a big job by yourself, yeah. uh, it's just a big thing. Well, I had had to move four times within five years because every time oh. I get into a house, I fix it up and they decide to sell it. Well, last night I went to the mail and I got a notice that the place I'm in right now, I have 60 days to move because they're going to sell it. And normally I would have just been so upset. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. I just decided that's a waste of emotion and I'm not going there. And I, I trust in God. I trust in a higher power. I, I know. It's going to be okay. And yeah. it, it's easier to let it go than it, than it was the first four times. So it, it does take practice and it takes some faith and trust
0: it really does take honestly speaking usually i would be like oh i want to see the realistic part of things before diving into the spiritual parts of things but one thing i've noticed like over the course of you know my life is that honestly speaking if i didn't have faith or a belief in a power higher than than me Life would have been so difficult for me because as I'm speaking to you now, even before, like when I was coming back from training, I realized that I made a huge mistake, you know, um, with, with my podcast, I made a huge mistake, I published like the wrong episode, you know, and people have already listened to it and I'm like, and I was, I was crushed because um, I spent so many hours listen to the episode over and over again. I edited it. After editing it, like I, I could bet that I uploaded the right thing. But unfortunately the the episode, an edited episode was before the the edited episode. And you know, subconsciously, because you're human, you can just like make a mistake. And I just made that mistake and I published it yesterday and it was today that, you know, I found out that oh I actually published the wrong thing. But you know, I was sad, and just the like the fact that I believe in God, I was just like Sean, you're human, and everything will turn around for your good. And fortunately for me, I, you know, I was able to update it and correct it and upload the right thing. But I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was beating myself up. I was just like a little sad that. Oh, after all the work that like, I put in the hours that I put in I, I still uploaded the wrong thing but just my belief in you know and I think it wasn't even about me but it was also about the guest I'm like oh you know because I did a lot of publications and promotions about the episode and I'm like oh I just hope the guest doesn't feel you know bad or because it's not like I'm trying to spoil your reputation it's not even your reputation or anything I'm not trying to do that but I just leaned in and thinking about God just made everything better for me, you know? So, having faith is 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 like is a huge factor to 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 live in positive.
1: It definitely makes a very big difference in my It does. I I have a very analytical mind, so mm-hmm. I have to figure things out and that doesn't work very well a lot yeah. of you, <laughs> you uh, collaborate with god and, and use your analytical mind but i i find too that i'm better just meditating and staying quiet and not having an opinion and that is when the most amazing ideas come to me and i know that's god yeah. um, so and and you know what it, it, it's fine everybody there's no right there's no wrong um whatever works best for you but for me i I know there's somebody protecting me and helping me when i tap into it and those those near-death experiences um were a blessing too because they've made me realize that even more we're not alone (laughs) i think we are we are not
0: You're not, never, never alone, never. Even when like you don't have friends around or family around, like you're never alone.
1: So one of my experiences was that I was with friends and at dinner and I choked and without air for four minutes, which is... Definitely should have brain damage by four minutes, if not. And then death follows very, very shortly after that, w- within four minutes and a, and a few seconds. And I just happened to have a table full of doctors next to me. And oh, wow, <laughs> saved me after four minutes. And it made me realize... Yeah, how fragile life is, and that there is something protecting us.
0: Yeah, it is. That's so true. Life is very fragile. That's one of the reasons why, like, when I'm sad about something, I don't beat myself up too much. Like, I don't beat myself up for like a week, not even a day. It's probably like a couple of hours, uh, minutes, not even hours. (laughs) I'm just like, life is so fragile at the same time. It can be really short you see somebody today and the person is not there tomorrow and like so you see so many people being so negative like I see certain comments on social media and I'm like why are you so bitter and one thing people don't know is that you being negative you just bring a lot of bad energy in your life around you, because your thoughts make make up your life, and people feel so comfortable being negative because it's kind of like an escape or an excuse for whatever you're going through. Like it's easier to be negative than to be positive. It's a lot of hard work for you to be positive, and as she said, like you have to like actually work on it, You have to practice it, like like a dog when you get a dog you don't just like um you know it takes time for you to train the dog so yeah it's actually hard work and I everything like you 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 like that situation you just described to me about you choking on your food and like doctors being there I'm sure like I know it's a big deal it's crazy like I'm sure your life flushed Flash right in front of your eyes but I have a feeling that when you probably sat down to think about it you'd be like so what are the odds that doctors were at the same restaurant where I got choked
1: yes and he had to do the Heimlich maneuver 25 times crazy so, and, and he happened to be young enough and strong enough to do that It was, and I've had other things um god was trying to get my attention he got it i wrote my book now i'm doing I'm finally on my purpose because i'm not used i'm listening i'm not using my analytical brain to try to control everything yeah
0: i'm i know there's a little bit off topic but i like honestly speaking this is for me this question is for me do you actually think that in the world or on earth like there are actually some people that are like chosen by God to complete certain assignments because there are some people that when you see them or you interact with them they're very surface level like they've been surface level for decades six decades seven decades and like you see that your life is just smooth and not literally smooth but like Just maybe, for example, they go according to the way so many people live in the sense that maybe they go to school, they get a job, they get married, they have kids, they have grandkids, they wait for retirement, they're not retirement, you know, maybe they have like a garden somewhere or they, they do something, they walk in the park. Like they're just living like, you know, very simple. But some of us, if we try to go the same path, we are being, like, attacked. Like, I can literally go and work somewhere and something strange is going to happen to me. But once I start walking on my path and doing what I'm supposed to do, like the things I'm supposed to do and listening to my spirit guide and listening to God and everything, then I realize that, you know, there's some sort of um, flow in my life as compared to when I just derail. So do you actually think that, like, some people that are, like, chosen, like God is like picks up people and go like okay these are my chosen ones I want them to make some impacts in the world or you think that that's for everybody but just that some people ignore it
1: I think that we're all chosen and loved by God but some of us have different if you want I don't want to say the word bigger but different purposes um I do believe that i do believe that we're all being gently guided towards what we're here to do and perhaps for some people it's just to enjoy their life and be kind just being kind to everybody is is big so everybody has in my opinion a different purpose for being here in a different mission some of them are bigger and they take a little more pain to figure it out and uh to let go of the resistance for instance my biggest fear was public speaking and they threw me on a stage for the first time a few weeks ago and told me it would be about 300 people it was 2500 people
0: wow 2500
1: people and i did okay because i decided This is not about me. I'm going to make this not about me. I'm going to make it about people I'm talking to. And I know that's my purpose, but I resisted all of this because, again, when when you think you're in charge of your life, you are to a point. You have to take action. You have to do things. But you also have to listen to your heart because that's Mm -hmm. God talking to you and, uh, so yes i do think i i don't want to say just some people are chosen and some people are not we're all loved and chosen to do mm. whatever our unique thing is some maybe a little more in the public spotlight and i found it interesting that the people that seem to want the spotlight don't really get it it's the people that's so true <laughs> That
0: is so true. That is so true. That is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. Like I, like I'm just like, like, cause like I can remember what I used to model back back in Ghana. Like, some people knew me, right? Like, I would say most of the times whenever I go to places, like people knew my, like someone will know my name or come up to me and talk to me, but. I was so focused on the next thing and the next thing, like there's this um brand that I that I I started. I'm the founder. I had um I was coaching somebody uh, last week and I was talking to her. You know, what she told me she was like, "Oh, when you were working with this brand, she didn't even know that I I was the founder of the brand because it's like like people." Like I'm not interested in being at the front line. If you get to know me, fine. Like sometimes I'm like I don't even want people to know me, but some way somehow to just get to know you, because I'm like so focused on my purpose and what I'm doing. Because I love I love what I do. And one thing I've come to learn is that fame is the adverse side effects of being heavenly publicized. It's not a goal. It's not you know. It's not. Is not an achievement to be famous. And that's one thing most people do not know. You know, what's more important is you significantly impacting somebody. And as um, Maya Angelou said, and Oprah Winfrey repeats all the time, is that your legacy is not a big thing, but is every single person you've touched. So that's literally how I live my life. But you're so right. Most of the people who won the spotlight, don't really get it, and the people who do not really want it is the people who get it. even like me being in Europe today and living you know where I live now in France is it's ridiculous I never dreamt this life for myself never ever I could never picture it even if God gave me um, a million years to dream this kind of life that I have now but people are dying and it's their dream and till now they've not gotten it you know and I was there saying I love Africa I'm gonna make it in Africa I'm gonna I, I used to tell my mom that right yeah. and all of a sudden I'm here so I don't know why life is like that though
1: <laughs> yes, sometimes it's not what we think right but yeah. if, if what you're doing even though it's not what you expected if it feels good and if the opportunities are coming Fairly yeah. then it means you're on the right path.
0: I guess so. I guess so. So
1: I'm sure, like in the course of your life, you've
0: definitely encountered people who are negative, right? How how do you how do you work with them?
1: So I have a whole chapter called "Don't Take Things Personally."
0: Mm, I need to read that.
1: <laughs> you have to realize that people that are unpolite or gossip or negative or lash out at you it's not it really doesn't have anything to do with you it has everything to do with them so if you can learn to be non-reactive then you Mm -hmm. don't have to suffer so suffering is really a choice and if, if, if you take everything personally and let their negative energy you know absorb into you then you're gonna suffer but it's a choice not to and again it takes practice and training and you have now how do you practice
0: like how do you practice do you practice with every situation that you encounter you know, cause i've i've had i've had a number of times people say, "Oh, don't take things personal," right? But okay. sometimes some 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 people can really get under your skin.
1: Yes, they under can. Your skin, and, and it happens to me too. We're human; it, it happens. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: It's just a matter of how long are you gonna let it play over and over in your head, because. You know, our brains are so often on autopilot and uh, hello, you know, we're in charge. You can pull that thought back and you can teach yourself to say, okay, uh, she's going through this. I don't need to figure out why, but, I'm, but it's about her. It's as the expression goes, um, other people's opinions are none of your business. but Uh,
0: but the thing but the thing I've noticed is that sometimes whenever I confront a situation like let's say for example somebody's being an ass and I confront the person about it I feel better oh you do like I don't take it personal but once I like you do something to me I feel disrespected about it or hurt about it i confront the situation then and then however i confront the situation whether loud or or calmly after that like that's it i don't really care the next time all i know is that the next time you're not going to do the same thing to me because i didn't keep quiet
1: right okay so it, it it depends i think on this situation if it's if somebody in a grocery store just bumps their card into you accidentally, I would not
0: oh, yeah. voice, I
1: would, I would not get upset about that or voice my yeah. opinion. I would just figure, where, maybe their mother died this morning or maybe, mm. I, I always do that. I always I have no idea what they're going through.
0: You can give so excuses I, for people.
1: Yeah, and it's, if you don't know them, then I always do that. However, if it's somebody in your family or in your friendship circle that is taking advantage of you, and then you do have to set boundaries. And yeah. you do have to call them on it. And I've had people that were used to me just kind of putting up with things. And then yeah. stopped. It was a very difficult process to get them to understand that you can't you can't do that to Renee anymore, or you can't that to Renee anymore. She now will only hang out with us if if we're respectful. And so it does take a while sometimes to change situations and the way people view you. But even with long term people it's 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 the way they feel about that because happy kind people are not mean or rude that's so
0: true that's so true but uh, you know um when people think about positivity because I, I i also deal with this in my life now because like i am a mindset coach and you know i speak about positivity and i speak about the mind automatic or even positivity automatically people think that you know as I said earlier at the beginning that you know you don't have problems or you can't get angry or you don't even have negative emotions like you can't be sad I have been deeply sad before I speak to people that I'm really close to and then they go like uh, but you're a mindset coach like the things he said." and I'm like like that alone can really crush you you know I've I've heard some things that will make me want to quit on the things I do you know so because of that I took that energy and made a video on on TikTok which I titled please cry like it's okay to cry right
1: yes, yeah like not, it's okay. not, for, not for three years but um but yes you have to release the emotion
0: yeah so um and how, how how do we deal with or manage, you know, these negative emotions even with a positive mindset.
1: Well, I, I'm just going to back up and say it's interesting because I had the same experience that you had um, with somebody in my family who said, "You're." I just looked at your website, and and you're supposed to be missed positive. And oh my
0: God, that's so
1: painful. It's pretty bad, and. It's bad. It did get to me and I said, first of all, I do have positive mindset. I didn't write, I didn't do my website. There are other people that did that and I would have toned it down a little bit, but, but that's, that's not the point. But I am a positive person. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to be feeling negative emotions. We all do. And if, if you never feel anything, something's wrong
0: it's true something is wrong something is wrong and that's so true like the fact that you you have a positive mindset and that's why I titled the the episode positivity as a lifestyle I'm not saying like you just have like a positive mindset and I just walk in through the earth. it's like it's a lifestyle and when something is a lifestyle there are days when, you know, you do it. Let's say, for example, I eat apple. It's an apple is a lifestyle for me. And there are days when I don't eat apple. So it's okay. Even with a positive mindset, positivity as a lifestyle, there are days where you just don't feel positive and you just have all these emotions And maybe all you just have to do is just to cry it out. You can listen to sad music and, you know, uh, just cry and cry. And that doesn't, take that away from me it doesn't take the positivity away from you it's no. okay to like let those emotions out because you're human the fact that you have because i saw something on social media where some um a lady was like you cannot positivity can actually be very toxic there, there's something called toxic positivity that is if you don't like embrace these negative emotions and you just think that and sometimes you are in denial of the truth so yeah. I am a very positive person, but I have come to realize that life is hard. That I don't know how to sugarcoat it to anybody. Like some of the things that I have been through in this life, you can't come and tell me that life is easy. Because if life was easy, then I wouldn't have gone through that. Like that's a fact. And the reason why most people run away from things that happened to them or let's say for example they're pursuing their dream they're pursuing their dream and then something like they they are are met with um so many storms and adversity and they end up you know giving up on that and diverting to something else and settling for something else is because they fall into the whole idea that you know maybe life is easy you know nothing to stress me but when you embrace it like the reason i'm a positive person but I don't run away from certain facts of life. I have understood that in order for me to succeed, I have to work hard. There's some. There's going to be adversities. There's going to be embarrassments. There's going to be all of that. So I know all these things. And some of you, some of you might think, oh, it's negative. But no, because I know these things, when I'm faced with something, because I've really dealt with a lot of things over the past year, you know, the past year and even years. But when I'm faced with it, my brain, has picked up that life is not easy so this is normal life is hard so you should be ready to you know do this thing and that's where you know I pick certain things for my positive bank and then I use it to go through you know whatever situation I find myself in so uh, positivity is not really about just like what I think it is is not like just like being positive all the time and you don't cry and you're just like like you know all bubbly and Right. Some days I don't even talk. Like a few days ago, my classmate was asking me, "Am I sad?" And I'm like, "In my head, if you come and live in my head, I am the, I am the happiest person in the world." But I'm just like, in my quiet moments, I'm processing a lot of things. I'm doing a lot of things. So, like, I don't-
1: well, can I intervene at this point? Yeah, I you can. You can. <laughs> so, the famous um, Joe Dispenza says. Who are you practicing being? What are you practicing thinking? Um, and, and that comes into the neuroplasticity, the brain. Yeah, yeah the neuroplasticity. And the habit of looking at the negative all the time, your brain is actually changing. You can see it now Neither. on the monitors. It is really changing. So yeah. you go down a negative spiral for as a habit, as a, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a reaction, the more likely that it is going to happen. You can reframe life is hard to say. Life can have very difficult times, but there's also great things that can come out of it. And they're also joyful times and just yeah. your brain will go a little more neutral and, when you just, when it becomes a real lifestyle and a real default, yeah. then it gets easier. It, get, you, it just gets easier. You don't have to try as hard. Mm. But it's a practice. Yeah. It, because the brain, and I, I don't think 99% of the world knows this, that your brain is actually changing. And if you feel sad and grumpy and depressed all the time, which I've been there. Yeah, I've, I've, I've experienced pretty much every emotion, but your brain, it's depleted of dopamine and serotonin because the negative thoughts take it away. And mm-hmm. it's, again, it's just spiraling down. And at some point you have to baby steps to throw some some, I guess the easiest way would be gratitude yeah so look for something right, and there has to be something right in everybody's life yeah
0: that's true at least so, the food you, you have food to eat or you
1: <laughs> whatever you're grateful for whatever, yeah and i I heard this really great tool um I think I think I saw it on social media, and a therapist came up with this um idea, and she said look at anything any little thing like right now I'm, I'm looking at a little piece of the lake and yes it's it's between two other townhouses so it's a peak of the lake but so I would say thank you I'm so grateful for that beautiful more I'd like even more please or that beautiful view I'd like even more please <laughs> and do that with everything thank you for the ease and grace that I had for a few minutes today, I'd like even more, please. And it sounds kind of crazy, but I go around doing that. Um, Not always out loud. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, you get what you look for. I'm finding more and more and more of what I want. Yeah.
0: I I do understand you. I really I get where you're coming from, but I think the perspective that I'm trying to 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 establish is that because of some of these sugar-coated words, people easily give up because they don't really understand that you know for you to get to certain places or for you to become who you want to be, these are some of the things that you're going to experience, like the adversity. And I know words are powerful. That's so true. And I was speaking to a guest uh, and we're talking about the fact that, you know, I always say this, there are two sides to life. So yes, life, there, there are scenarios where life can be easy. There are scenarios where life can can be really hard. There are scenarios where life can be simple, and the scenarios where it can be complicated. There are scenarios where you know you can see life from the perspective of it being a long trip, and you can see it in the scenario of it being like a short trip, right? This is one of the reasons why people run away from positivity because of the way like so many people try to sugarcoat certain words. But sometimes when you're when you're, I feel like when you're hard on yourself. Not hard. I I I really don't like people being hard on themselves. But when you're honest about <laughs> the situation, I feel like it's a lot easier. And I'm not I'm not just talking based on you. I'm talking from like my experience. The moment because usually when I used to be faced with certain things, I just like stop because I, I like I'll just like stop and find an alternative. Right? I'll find a much easier way to do it so that it wouldn't like stress me that much but the moment I sat down with myself and trust me I have attracted so much into my life last year I achieved every single thing I set out to every single goal I accomplished it every single thing and I succeeded at everything I kid you not like when I was doing an evaluation of 2023 I was like wow so um I'm a very positive person, but once I sat down with myself and I was like, Sharon, this thing is hard and you're going to encounter this. You're going to encounter that. When, like, for example, last year I was admitted in the hospital because I was, I was going, I went through a lot and I was admitted at the hospital, like ambulance came to my apartment to pick me up. I couldn't walk. I couldn't eat nothing. They literally carried me from my apartment with a bed into the ambulance. Even when I was there, because of my, what I've told my brain about life, the life is not easy. It's hard. <laughs> I was smiling because I know that life is hard and I'm ready for this hard, you know, but what if I had sugarcoated that to my brain? My, I, my brain was started, but you told me that life is not like, this. you know, I'll start having, and I, I start feeling sad for myself. Right on that bed, I was, awesome. I was, I was taking like another project. Like I was literally signing up. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I took a selfie. I took a selfie when I was in the bed, when I was on, on the drip and everything. After I regained like some, some strength. And I signed up for, like, something else while I was on the (laughs) bed. I just don't want to And that's because of how honest I was with myself and my brain. So I'm not going to, like... Because, honestly speaking, one of my favorite books is The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. And it's all about positivity. He even said, like, don't say life is hard. Like, life is easy and everything. I used to do that. But it wasn't working for my brain. Because once you encounter something, then your brain is trying to, to find an alternative to... To, to you know find the easy way out like that's my own perspective but I do I do respect your opinion and where you're coming from but this is something that has really really saved me that I have noticed that is helping me with my consistency level so I have faced like a number of things even with my podcast every other thing I'm doing but because my brain knows that it is not easy it is hard it is ready for the heart
1: well that's good uh, there's something called post-traumatic growth, which means that people who have been through a lot, which is you and me, um, have the ability to do more, to be more um, than people that have had an easy life. So if you look at it that way, th- that's something good that's coming out of the hard things. I mean, yeah. If you if you read my book, you'd be kind of your your mouth would be hanging open. Um, but I don't even like to. I mean, it's fine. I got it down on paper. It's going to help people. Good, but I'm not going to stay focused on those bad things because I love
0: you for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> tell you how you can take those bad things and make them work for you.
0: Yeah, like you don't want to be. You don't want that to be your identity.
1: No. It's an experience that propelled you forward to lead an even better life.
0: Exactly, but don't hold on to it.
1: No, I mean, look at the most successful, empowered people in the world. They Mm. have been through the most. That's true. And for anybody, Tony Robbins, Mm -hmm. all been through so much. So it's a blessing and a gift, especially when move past it. And when you do become more resilient and less reactive, um, then life just it just feels better and it gets better and you become a magnet for people and opportunities because everybody wants to feel better. And if you are uplifting, they want to hang out with you.
0: That's so true. You protect your energy.
1: I protect my energy by not taking things personally to the best of my ability um, and by, by minimizing time with toxic people or eliminating them altogether if possible. If it's a family member or somebody, then I protect my energy by only doing the minimum and by knowing that I have to not take it personally. But if they call and I don't feel up to what might be on the other end of the phone call, I don't answer. So yeah. protecting my energy because you're, yeah. you're useless yeah. if you're riled up and unhealthy, which is going to happen if you're negative or stressed out all the time so you do have to make the hard hard choice to minimize or let go of people in your life
0: that's true and one thing some people will not understand is that every single person even as Gary Vaynerchuk said that we all have shortcomings. we all do we all do no matter how like somebody like there's something that You might feel slightly not sure of, I wouldn't say insecure about, but maybe for example, like you wrote something in your book and you're not too sure, or should I have put this out there? Oh, I'm not too sure, you know, and sometimes these negative people or coincidentally, like a critic can actually like just pick that one thing <laughs> that you were not, <laughs> you were not too sure of. Yes, so, kind of like insecure about.
1: Yes, exactly. And, and really hits you. Yes. So I think that's exactly what happened to both of us. So, so for me, it yeah. was my sister. I was like wow there's so many pictures of me on this website and positivity this positivity that okay yes but could we just dial it down a notch I was feeling that and yeah. everyone else was feeling no no it's but then when my sister said oh, you know yes it really really upset me because exactly I, because I, I was it was a sore point for me and I wasn't sure. if.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know, I know. And you know, it's funny how like, that's why I I would say that not taking things personal, like it's a really good thing to do because sometimes I really do practice it. Like somebody kind of hits me or something and I won't say anything. Sometimes I will, most of the times I will talk, but these days I'm trying as much as possible to, you know, apply the not taking things personal but in this type of cases it's really hard not to take that personal because you're already feeling insecure about it and then the person actually hammers on that <laughs> insecurity that you had concerning something that you wanted to do and it hits more like for I me mean, there's so many instances in my life that I don't even want like when I talk about it you know um I wouldn't even finish how would you deal with that? Would you allow yourself to feel those emotions and, you know, probably cut the person off or speak less to the person?
1: I mean, you have to feel your emotions, but I put a time limit on it.
0: Um, Exactly. I also do.
1: so i feel them and i i have to say that with this last situation i maintained my composure even though i was being attacked i mm. maintained my composure but i did say we're going to need to take a break to this family member i said uh, because uh, i you have to Set boundaries because people will do what they can get away with. That's so true.
0: Or That's- say whatever they want without any remorse of how you feel or whether you're hurt or not. People would do that. Oh, God. You have no idea how much I have tried to protect my energy. And not just, I won't say my energy, but just protect myself right. and protect my mind. Because right. the person that you care so much about, you're so worried about, you're so concerned about the person's progress and success in life, doesn't give a hoot about you. And the <laughs> least chance they get to tear you down, they will tear you down.
1: Well, because they think they can. And once they see, wow, Sharon's changed, she, that didn't even affect her. They're not going to
0: Exactly. Win.
1: But it's, there was a point in my life where I got so tired, or I just felt like every time I stood up for myself or expressed my opinion, I was not listened to, or I was ridiculed, um, or whatever. So I, I learned to stay quiet to suppress my emotions, mm-hmm. to try to keep a little bit of an semblance of peace, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't. And what happened was after decades of doing this, I started having a hard time breathing. You can probably hear me. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I can. <laughs> yes, so... What happened is I started it, it starts manifesting physically Wonderful. when you press your emotions too much. And what happened Wonderful. was I had to go do a surgery, a bronchoscopy, which is an exploratory surgery. And they noticed that I had a growth on my trachea. So wow. long story short. The fourth surgery, where they're trying to eliminate the growth, it causes scar tissue to grow, and it tethered yeah. my vocal cord, and I had no voice for nine months. And um, a total of six surgeries, still no voice. They said, "You'll never speak again." Oh my God. I then got the mind body connection the i'm like i've been repressing my voice for so long and now it's physically gone wow and i just i got a download from god epiphany as i was at that doctor's appointment the follow-up after the sixth surgery i want to cry (laughs) and all of a sudden i just got this enough no more i could feel it yeah i knew it was going to be okay so i pulled up my ipad and i said no more surgeries are there any non-surgical things that we could try and he thought for a while and he said i've never done this and i don't know if it'll work at all but even if it does it would only be temporary but yeah. we can put a filler into your paralyzed vocal cord, and it'll make it a little easier for the other one to come to it. So maybe you'll get a little vibration. You'll be able to talk a little bit. And I, I said, do it. And he did that. It was very painful. And I got home, and I decided my voice is coming back. I'm never yeah. going to go back to the doctor again. Yeah. And... My voice is completely back. I, I you, hear, you hear me breathing a little bit, yeah, I do. That's a, that's a whole nother story. That will be gone next time we chat because I know I know people keep showing up to help you. And I now met this professional singer who said, I can show you how to blow that trachea open. I can show you how to have a stronger voice, even though you have a tethered vocal cord. And um yeah. And she had taught a woman to sing who had no voice because she lost a lung. Yeah. So the right people show up to help you.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. The right people actually show up to help you.
1: Oh, wow. Oh. Did I get a little off subject? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm literally, no, like I'm, I'm,
0: I'm literally tearing up because, like, it's a oh. very emotional yeah, because the reason why I'm tearing <laughs> this is the first time I'm tearing up for the piss So the reason why I'm tearing up is because like I I decided to start doing that. Like what you you, you, you did. Like I some situations I try to like just like suppress how I feel. And when I do that, like I don't want to talk and I just suppress it. Right. I can actually feel like some, you know, some heaviness in my throat yes and i was just like i I was like okay i'm i'm actually going to this is better than you know talking and Mm -hmm. it's it's good i I spoke to you because imagine if i was like doing this for decades i might probably you you would
1: probably lose your voice exactly so body are so intricately connected they they work together And the subconscious has more to do with it than even the conscious. Yeah. You have to really pay attention when you, I'm I'm sorry, crying, but but I hope it helps. And that you don't have a long-term problem like i did and and that's what i say in the book the reason i wrote this book is because i want people to learn the lessons the tools without going through all the trauma and that's inspirational it's a gift to be able to share that it's a
0: gift it's a big gift it is it is a big gift for
1: me it's a gift for me too (laughs) because i know that pain to purpose right
0: yeah turn yes. your mess into a message <laughs> yeah.
1: oh I like that one I haven't heard that one <laughs> you haven't actually got it from a, I think a
0: newscast I was watching it was a masterclass when I heard that because I, I watched her masterclass, and I was like anything that happens to me from henceforth I'm gonna turn into into a message so these days I'm not really scared about things happening to me oh, and because I'm like and it's even good to be a writer because, like, okay, happen to me so that I can have more interesting things to write about. <laughs> so, or like, even having a podcast. Um, so like, I I, I embrace every single thing that happens in my life. Positivity has come so much of a lifestyle that I don't even see things as problem anymore or as challenges, but I see them as like you know a way to grow. Like these things <laughs> need to happen for me to learn and also. To, to be able to relate with other people in the world because if my life is just going like if my life is just going on autopilot, like on a silver platter and it's just like beautiful and everything I wouldn't be able to relate to other people I wouldn't even be a good speaker I wouldn't be a good writer so all these things that happen in my life have to happen in order for me to to go relate to people and be part of the world.
1: The person that has the easy life, I mean, life is not fair. Some people do have easier lives. Um, Yeah, that's true. But but the person who has the really easy life probably does not have the tools and the experience and the resilience to deal with something if something really tragic did happen they're not used to it where you and I and the Oprah's and everybody else that has been through so much we have the tools and we've grown and so another another way to look at the difficulties making you stronger
0: that's so true so how do we how do we get intentional about being positive every single day
1: well, I think it goes back again to the gratitude. the The minute I wake up in the morning, I say thank you, God, for this, for that. For this, for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know if all of us.
0: I don't know if all of us that practice gratitude have the same routine. Because the first time I had Oprah mention what she does when she wakes up in the morning, I'm like, well, Oprah, do you do? live in my house?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't even know what she does. I love Oprah. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> But it's you get what you look for and um, and you get more of what you're grateful for. And again, I I heard that saying, thank you for this. I'd like even more, please. I just heard that. And it just I thought it was funny, but it resonated with me. And (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. a good thing to be, right? Because you're acknowledging the gifts. you're, You're open to even more
0: yeah but the thing is I don't I don't ask for things that much let me put it that way I wouldn't say not at all because like when like let's say in a year I can actually say God can you please help me with this I can say that like let's say five times or like let's say five to ten times let me put it that way and the rest of like let's say um three the 300 days or whatever I it's just like God, thank you. Like when I came to my new apartment, my bathroom, the doorway had like some issues and stuff, but I wasn't even focusing on it. I was just super grateful for the fact that I had an apartment where it was very easy to move around. I was close to the city center, you know, um, close to an a number of supermarkets. It's like the supermarkets are just close to me. And I didn't have to stress. And it was easy to go anywhere I wanted to go. So I was really happy. There were so many problems with the apartments. But I looked at the other good stuff. And I was, like, really thankful. And I, I was just be I was there. And, you know. I was told that you are to change my bathroom. I was like, God, I didn't even ask for this. I didn't even know that I needed it. Even though the bathroom was a problem for me, in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe one day I'm going to fix it. I didn't even think about it. But just being grateful, God has given me so many things I didn't even ask for, right? Exactly. And these things, I don't even know what to pray for because I'm like, you give me things that, I didn't even ask for, but when I get it, it's like I actually need it. And I'm like, I didn't know I needed that, you know, because I'm so focused on, to be honest, I'm so focused on what I have now. I'm so focused on everything that I have now that whenever an additional gift is added to me, it's not like it happens like every single day, you know, it could be like in weeks or even in months. But when I have something new, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't even pray for this. Some of them is just a thought. You know, I just thought, oh, it might probably be nice to have an extra light. I just think it's maybe just one time and in a few months or maybe in a few months or maybe a year that I have it. And I'm like, but this was just a thought, you know.
1: So You don't need to be so specific. I've, I've learned that I could never even imagine some of these incredible things that have happened yeah. to me. There's another just quick, quick story, and then I, I think it's probably almost time to wrap up, but
0: yeah it is.
1: was on one of the times i they decided to sell my rental again, and I had to move and I had nowhere to go and one day before I had to be out, I found a place an hour away on a lake, and I Ended up getting it. I mean, you can't even come up with this kind of stuff. So, That's so true. Uh, so That's so true. Is It's like miracles. The house is right on the lake. It's it. it they had messed up the listing, so it wasn't getting a lot of activity. So I really lowballed the price, and they it was right before Thanksgiving. So they just decided, oh, it's just going to sit or let's let her have it for nothing practically, and then. Two days later, they call me and say, can you leave the gate open? Because they're bringing in a dock. (laughs) (laughs) My dream, I love being on the water. My favorite thing to do is to boat. So they bring in a dock. So I now have a house on the lake with my own dock. So I look up and say, thanks, God. Yeah, that's so beautiful. (laughs) A week later. I got a boat that for practically free, because and it was really run down, but it was fun fixing it up. And they didn't want to pay the dock fees anymore, and I had my own free dock. So you just can't even come up with stuff like that. Right? You can, you, know? you <laughs> can, you can. So and then my kids and came, all my grown girls would come over and we'd go out on the lake, and it was the perfect place to be during COVID. Oh, I know.
0: Like, God is so intentional about even the little things that you want. Like, yeah. every single thing. That's that's such a beautiful story. And trust me, I believe every single thing you said. Because yeah. when I tell people about my life, they, they might never believe me. That's one of the reasons why I try to protect myself. Because when people come into my life and they see how things are going for me they might if you don't have a strong sense of self it's easy for you to be envious and it's easy for you to like be bitter towards me which I've experienced a number of times because the thing is it's not like I'm God's favorite but I don't know maybe God just loves how much I show him appreciation when he does something for me so it gives him so much joy to do things for me and my life sort of like was like a miracle honestly speaking the core of positivity in conclusion is gratitude and gratitude brings a lot into your life that doesn't mean you wouldn't have negative emotions so I'm just gonna ask what life lesson do you live by
1: kindness I have learned that the fastest way to feel better is to be kind mm. to to give things away, and that's going to be a big part of my show. Um, trying to get the whole world on these weekly kindness challenges mm. to get the world to be more generous, because mm. it's a win-win for everybody. And that's you have true. No idea the ripple effect of what you're doing. That's true. Be doing one nice thing, and but that might cause. The, the recipient to do wonderful things and it can just it really can change the world I don't know someone someone said it was my superpower I, I don't know but it is it. <laughs> I I don't care who you are I don't care if you're yelling at me yeah I'm gonna try my best to be kind or I'm gonna put up my boundaries and just quietly walk away but,
0: exactly
1: but kindness um
0: it's it changes everything it does always say i'm a kind person i'm not but i'm not nice (laughs) i'm not nice it is like i i have i I can't be nice and i can be i'll say i can be strict i wouldn't say mean i'll say very strict
1: well that's okay
0: because yeah because um people can really trample on you. I've, I've seen that so many times. Like I run I run my own um, business. I run my own company for over six years. Um, I started building like my personal brand. July will be about a decade since I started doing that. And like, you know, so it's just like, I was just like, I've seen so much and I've seen the way people turned, you know, my kindness and my, my niceness against me and sometimes it can really hurt so bad, but I told myself that love is the greatest frequency emitted in the universe, and in order for you to, you know, um, show more love and kindness to people, you need to have courage, right, so I'm, I'm trying to have that courage to do that, because once I take that away from my life, I will not be as happy as I am today, so, um, I told myself, okay, it's okay to be kind. Be kind to people. Like today, like this, I did something kind for somebody who didn't deserve it. But I'm like, I'm kind to you, but I won't let you cross, you know, that that boundary. Like you say something, and then I will, I would actually correct you. I'll be strict about it. Right. So yeah, kindness is actually good. Like we should never. Sees being kind i've spoken to certain people and they'll be like i can't believe you're speaking to me not because like i'm famous but it's just like the way like i present myself and like you know certain people will be like oh like it's actually like facts like you're not like really on their level to be talking to them but like they'll be like oh thank you so much for speaking to me and i'm like oh feel free like you know you can talk to me um you're a human being i'm a human being that's what bond says it's not about like the things i've done or who i was or the platform I've been on and wh- whatever i've achieved right so kindness i really love kindness but once you overstep your boundaries like that's that's actually it for me i know how to detach from people easy because i have a very great relationship with
1: myself just because you're kind to somebody who doesn't deserve it um doesn't that's that's okay as long as they don't take it and use that against you if so then it's time to walk away
0: yeah that's true
1: that's such a
0: thank you so much for this amazing session you you literally made me cry (laughs) I really do wish you the best in your upcoming show thank you it's been so much
1: fun to be on here with you
0: thank you so much it was it was worth I hope it was worth your time, but it was really worth my time.
1: Absolutely, it was worth my time. And I know your podcast will help and touch millions of people. So I wish you all the best. Keep keep going, girl. You got this.
0: Uh, thank you so much, Renee. Thank you. So I'm going to end by saying, thank you all so much for listening to being Sharon Gibson's podcast. Don't forget, Gary said, stop complaining and don't judge yourself everyone sucks at something we all have short comments focus on what you're good at and do not pay attention to critics and silly stereotypes i love you as much as you love yourself until next time bye bye renee bye sharon thank
1: you thank you too